Hello and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Peltier. And I'm Ben Che. Later in the show, accompanying French President Georges Pompidou on an official visit to China in 1973, first opened the door to the country for photographer Bruno Barbe. He talks to us about that trip and the changes he witnessed there just a few years later. In our studio, we'll have an original composition for a not-so-common blend of instruments, the viola and the guitar. The duo, Duo Renji, Ren Martin Duike, and Jion Kim will be with us. But first, a duo of visual and conceptual artists, Leung Chi-wo and Sarah Wong. They've been personal and creative partners for over two decades, collaborating at times, but also retaining their own individual artistic identities. Sarah Wong and Leung Chi Wo were born and raised in Hong Kong. Both studied art here. Today, they are artists, teachers, co-founders of the Parasite Art Space, and a married couple. They've been partners since 1992, but City Cookie, their first collaborative work, was exhibited almost a decade later and evolved over several years. Evolutions and adaptations of the project were shown at the Shanghai Biennale, the Venice Biennale, and in other venues in New York, Toronto, Tokyo, Brazil, and Oslo. However, they each have their own individual artistic practice and say they don't work together on pieces all that often, almost once a decade. In 2013, they established the Museum of the Lost, based on images from old magazines, archive documents, souvenir books, and pictures from the news they had been collecting since 2010. They were looking in those images for peripheral characters, who they researched and recreated in a studio. These were, they thought, people lost in history. An exhibition of the images was shown at the Blind Spot Gallery from March to May this year. Gamma 但我們在拍攝過影像的時候我們常常有很多問題 most of the time, creatively, they each go their own ways. 
Leung Chi Wo is currently showcasing some of his works at the OCT Contemporary Art Terminal in Shenzhen. Part of the exhibition is a performance piece in which two people sit opposite each other and read. What they read is a jumbled up version of the instructions to make a booking at the Hong Kong Cultural Center. Leung says he wanted to make the dullest bureaucratic documents an element in creation and give them another meaning. Apart from the performance, there are also many empty frames on the walls representing the difficulties Leung had sending some works to the venue, a problem every Hong Kong artist faces when exhibiting in China. Chinese both artists say that since they graduated in the 1990s that art and cultural scenes of Hong Kong have changed a lot. They have become more professional and more integrated into our lives. The environment for art development has improved. Sarah Wong now teaches landscape architecture at the Hong Kong Design Institute. Her students recently participated in a project called Ara Rocking City, in which they created a 1 to 100 model of the Kowloon Walled City. I Hokkaisong 而也都會是屬於他們的一代。Both feel the government does try to help and provide more resources, but they also think a relatively hands-off approach from the bureaucrats will be more helpful. In a similar manner, they encourage their own students to find their own paths. 
清楚嗰個需要同埋嗰個實際情況。咁受惠嘅人亦都可以比較誒適合啲去得到嗰個照顧咯，我覺得。政府要相信藝術家嘅判斷嚇，佢其實唔一定需要去誒幫藝術家安排太多嘢。正如我都唔會覺得我需要為我嘅同學去準備太多嘢啊！誒，幫佢安排曬所有嘅步驟，我反而希望佢哋學習點樣去誒、呃、發展一套佢哋自己嘅步驟，或者佢哋自己嘅方法，然之後按住呢套方法去行。始終誒、呃、每一樣嘅認識，我覺得需要好多時間。誒而誒對藝術嘅教育同埋推廣都需要好多嘅時間，唔單止去進行，只係要睇到效果，可能要更長。即係我自己都有參與誒藝術教育工作，咁其實我哋都好明白，唔係一朝一夕你會得到。即係亦都希望誒做政策或者去支持藝術發展嘅人同埋機構誒，都應該要俾多啲時間。去先至好諗會有所謂嘅收成咯。Born in Morocco from 1959 to 1960, French photographer Bruno Barbet studied photography and graphic arts at the École des Arts et Métiers in Vevey, Switzerland. Between 1961 and 1964, he photographed the Italian people with the aim, he says, of capturing the spirit of a nation. During the 1960s, he was also commissioned to photograph European and African countries by the Lausanne-based subscription publisher Edition Recontre. That was the beginning of more than four decades traveling the world as a photographer and an eventual membership of the Magnum Photo Agency. In 1968, Barbet and fellow Magnum photographers Marc Ribou and Henri Cartier-Bresson photographed the Paris student movement, an event to which he felt particularly close. In an equally turbulent time, while the Cultural Revolution was still underway, he visited the People's Republic of China for the first time. The exhibition, China, since 1973, showcases the images he captured both then And later. My first trip was uh, during the Cultural Revolution. Uh, I spent uh, nearly one month at that time, and I was very lucky because I could join the first. Uh, Chief of State uh, from France, who came, uh, Pompidou, uh, to visit uh, China for one week, and at that time I saw nearly every day Chuan Lai. He was the Prime Minister, and for protocol, you know, he was there always with the French President. And at that time. The official trip was only for one week, but I had an extension of visa, and I could stay two more weeks. Born in Morocco in 1941, Bruno Barbet rejects being called a war photographer. But over a 40-year association with Magnum Photos, he has photographed many violent conflicts, including the Vietnam War, the Nigerian Civil War. And the Northern Ireland Troubles. 
Barbet began working with Magnum in 1964 and became a full member in 1968. That same year, he documented the students' and workers' riots in Paris. From 1992 to 1995, he was the president of Magnum International. Running at the F-11 Photographic Museum until July the 15th, China Since 1973 features a selection of Barbet's photographs filmed in China since he followed French President Georges Pompidou's official visit during the Cultural Revolution. However, he wasn't allowed to stay long. It wasn't until 1980 that he was able to return to China for a month to record China's reforms under Deng Xiaoping's ideology of to get rich is glorious. He found the changes in that short time incredible to witness. It was very hard, in fact, in, at that time to know exactly what was going on because there was censorship. But still, uh, I can see in the daily life some details which shows how the cultural revolution was very tough, very hard. You know. For example, uh, people were not permitted to dance. Before, China was still uh, very poor. But still, you, you see, uh, of course, children, they like to play in the streets. So, for example, ping pong is the most popular uh, sport in China. And I catch some young boys playing ping pong, but in a very simple way, you know, in the street. Or I visit in Shanghai uh, the Academy of Music, and then the students start to learn again uh, traditional music, which was not permitted during the Cultural Revolution. So these are small details which shows the changes, you know of the, the new China. It's very easy to photograph in China, but at, at that time there was few foreigners traveling, very few foreigners. So one problem I had is it's not that the people did not like to be photographed, there was not such problem, but everybody was looking, who is this foreigner, you know, and his equipment and his camera. So uh, most of the time, uh, you, you, people are looking at, at the photographer. And I, you know, to see in a few decades how China changed. Uh, you cannot believe. And, and photography is very useful because you you keep track of things and, and you, you, you look at photographs which I took uh, 50 years ago and see how things, the way people were dressed and all the changes. It's quite spectacular. For viola player Ren Martin Doike and guitarist Jeon Kim, their two instruments, while seemingly unrelated, can also strike a chord. Well, many harmonious chords, in fact. They are here to tell Ben Pelty why and how. Guitarist Jian Kim and violist Ren Martin Duike, welcome to the program. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. <laughs> uh, this is definitely the first time we've had a guitar and viola duo on the show. Can you tell me how the two of you got together? Yes, um, we've been actually playing music for three to four years. And as a duo, we just started playing for about six months. We started in mm -hmm. February, yeah. And um, we met at school at the Curtis Institute of Music where we just graduated this May. And it was just a meeting of the minds and we hit it off both as friends and as musical collaborators and 
it's been a lot of fun ever since. Now, I, I must ask you about the question of repertoire, because it does seem to me that you'd either have to be very active arrangers or composers in your own right, or, or commission a <laughs> lot of pieces, I suppose. How do you get repertoire together? It's, it's a combination of all those things you yeah. just mentioned. Gian <laughs> um, and I are both very passionate about new music, and um, part of this tour and project is to birth a number of new works for this instrumentation and to bring it to Hong Kong to share it. Um, and, and also, it was um, a cool way to continue what we love doing best, which is improvising. And that naturally led to writing some songs together yeah, like the one we'll play today. Yeah. Now, this passion for improvisation, it's not something that might be completely expected of two Curtis graduates, would it be? Oh, right. Um, it's not common in, you know, to improvise the, the way, the style that we do at, you know, at conservatories. So mm -hmm. that's why we kind of, you know, met in our secret society yeah. <laughs> and played different types of strange music. Yeah. In terms of your performances here in Hong Kong, you're here for a bit of time. What are you going to be doing here? We'll be doing a number of performances um, presented by the Kung Music Workshop. Um, also some on the Hong Kong Jockey Club street music series and um, other collaborations, um, for instance, for the Fête de la Musique with the Alliance Française here in town. Excellent. Uh, so if, if folks want to come along, what would be the, the best or easiest public performance to see? Maybe the 20th? I think so. I think we're giving a number of performances on the 20th, including um, the tram concerts between um, Causeway Bay and another city <laughs> and um, also we'll be performing outside the Hong Kong Arts Center and at Comics House. Yeah. And for here in the studio, what piece will you be playing for us? We'll be playing our original song that we wrote, um, Where Are You Right Now? I'm looking forward to it. Thank you.
fine and think of me